Hey guys, it's time for Nina's Got Good News. Nina's a former TV news gal who used to share all the news. Now, as a mom and small businesswoman, she wants to share only the good stuff. It's time to brighten your day. So here's your host, Nina B. Clark. Hi, everyone. Oh my gosh, I love that music. And thanks, Dan, for that amazing introduction. This is Nina Clark, your happy host of Nina's Got Good News. I'm so excited that you're here for my next episode with a very special guest, the person who has actually known me since the day I was born 45 years ago. Yes, I just told you all, I'm 45. He has known me my whole life, my fabulous older brother, who's actually famous in his own right, or maybe I should say infamous in his own right, my famous brother, Tyler Bradley. Welcome, Ty. Hi, Nins. How are you? Great. How's it going? Good. This is very cool and exciting. Isn't this fun? Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. You, I will say, are a superstar in oh. everything that you do. Okay? Thank you. You've always been a superstar, rock star, media star. Everything that you do and everything that you put your mind to, you rock. Oh, so, thank So, congratulations you. and congratulations oh. on establishing this really cool long overdue platform yes because we all need some good news in this world because i know i think it's all gotten completely out of control right so good for you well for, thank you for you know establishing this new i know it's platform. fun right and i do think it really is something that's needed you know we're all sort of saturated with a lot of negative energy and a lot of bad news so yes. i feel like if we can just give people some good stuff to help everyone brighten their day and exactly. move forward. I think it's really good. Exactly. So thank you so much. You're of so awesome. And you've always been so supportive. And luckily for me, we've always been like best friends. I mean, I was, <laughs> after all, the best man in your wedding. Yep, that's to right. To Amy, to our wonderful, my wonderful sister-in-law. And for anyone that's wondering, he did let me wear a dress, even <laughs> though I was the best man. I was, I was there in a dress. So, Tides, tell us a little bit about yourself right now. Okay, well, let me just first backtrack by saying after you were the best person in my wedding, you ended up winning an Emmy for, uh, for you know, the television. news, yep. for television news uh, outside of Boston. So, yep. that was a pretty yeah, that was fun. paramount Yeah, I showed up at moment. the Emmys after your wedding, completely hungover from Bermuda, <laughs> totally worn out from your wedding. And, um, yeah, I won the Emmy, and I was, yeah. I couldn't believe it. But, yeah. So, you are okay. So thank you for that. <clears throat> so tell us a little bit about yourself right okay. now. So uh, my name is Tyler Bradley, and I live in Philadelphia, PA. Yeah. Uh, we're just outside. Yep. I live in Chestnut Hill, which is a small little community within the city limits of the city of Philadelphia. Um, and I switched careers five years ago, really primarily, I would say, due to the obsolescence of my career prior, which mm -hmm. I had been in international sales in the semiconductor business, which is technology, uh, since 1995. Prior to that, I worked on Wall Street. Um, I had sort of a Wolves of Wall Street sort of early training post-college, which I think was very instrumental in, um, in where I am today, to be honest. Um, and I think that... Uh, it really all of the all of my prior businesses that I was part of really really helped me recreate and uh, recreate my you know really my life and my career at age 44. Mm -hmm. So uh, which is not easy to do for mm -hmm. sure. But I really I had no other choice because my you know my job was basically obsolete. Yeah. Um, and I had been doing that since 1995. So I had to dust myself off, 
figure out what to do next and, um, you know, put food on the table. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, cause you have a child. Yep. Yeah. So I have been married Barry. since 2000 uh-huh. to Amy Bradley, who was a friend of yours in college. Yeah. So love, I am love, very, love, very love grateful her. for Ohio Wesleyan University. Yes. Oh, woo. Because that brought you, that brought my wife, that brought a lot of our friends. Yes. And so we're that so lucky. we're very, very lucky for Ohio Wesleyan. Go, oh, woo. And uh, I do, and I have a child, Harry, uh, who is going into ninth grade. Yep, teenager. Yep. Love, yep, yep, yep. Love Harry. Yep, he is but a real, he's a real something or other. Yep. Well, it's, it's you know, teenagers are, are challenging, right? So. Yeah. But we love Harry, and um, I know that he looks up to you so much as a role model. So you've talked about why you decided to switch, right? Yes. You need to put, you need to pay the bills. Yes. And all of your prior jobs have been part of your journey to yes. get you to the decision to switch careers at the age of 44. But do you feel like going back, do you feel like you were nervous about starting all over again? Yes. I feel like we would talk on the phone and you said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go back and get my real estate license. And I was like, whoa, what? So were you nervous? I was extremely nervous. Uh, you know, the market wasn't great at the time when mm-hmm. I, you know, when I did get into it and I literally was starting over. I'm not from Philadelphia. We mm-hmm. both, you and I both grew up in New Haven, Connecticut. I wasn't, I didn't go to school there. I didn't really have, a, you know, a huge anchor there. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have, uh, you know, I, I, I really was starting, literally starting over yep. in a newer city because we had lived in uh, Manhattan for 12 years and we moved to Philadelphia in 2006 yep. and then I got into real estate in 2013. So it was, you know, it was a little I, scary. I almost felt like a deer in headlights, yep. but I really didn't have a choice. And I think that sometimes in life, um, you know, dealing with adversity, I think is one of the most important things to, to deal with in yep. life because life is nothing but a series of curveballs. Yeah. And that can actually also be very exciting because you just don't really know where you're going to mm-hmm. land. And, um, you gotta you know, just jump in. You have to right? just go jump right in. You have to go for it. I feel like I was almost being groomed for this position that I'm currently in for years and years and years. And I feel like I've finally landed exactly where I was supposed to land. Um, our father obviously was a real estate attorney and then turned real estate broker. And he was in real estate then for 40 years, for 40 right? Years. Okay. For 40 years. Exactly. Since yep. from 1970 until So that was a big influence, you know, huge right? influence. Yep. And even though obviously I didn't get into real estate until I was in my mid forties, um, I feel like the real, the real estate business was always in my DNA. I, uh, I spent a lot of my childhood, you know, eavesdropping on all of our father's phone conversations, negotiations, et cetera sort of sitting on the staircase and listening, listening to yeah. him and literally taking it all in. And I actually found it to be totally fascinating. Our father was so well-spoken. He was so smart and so brilliant and so well-spoken. Um, and I just thrived on um, listening to his every word. So mm-hmm. I feel like that was very instrumental in mm-hmm. helping me with negotiations now. And um, on top of it, I wasn't a huge reader as a child or really in school. We went to a very intense school in New Haven Hopkins, which, you know, certainly um, I think it's prepared me. It's the real me. deal. It's, it's the, the real, real deal. deal. And it certainly prepared me very well. But I wasn't like a huge fan of reading for pleasure. I will say, though, as a child, I went running for the New York Times real estate section 
my entire childhood. Mm -hmm. I would read that cover to cover, all the articles. I was fascinated by the classifieds mm -hmm. and all the verbiage and what have you. And now for my own listings, for my team now, I do all the, the write-ups for it. Right. And I, um, I absolutely just love it. And it's this has turned into my passion because real estate, honestly, is not necessarily just a career. It's almost a lifestyle because it's seven days, seven days, oh, seven yeah. days, seven days. You work, and you so hustle, you work really, it really, really hard. is almost my hobby on mm -hmm. top of you know, my business, my career, how I pay the bills. Right. Well, it's good that you, because I always say to people, you find something that you're passionate about when you're thinking about work. Exactly. Because you will be successful if you're passionate exactly. about it. So a lot of people, a lot of listeners that are out there right now listening, they might be feeling stuck in their jobs, right? In their yes. careers. So what advice do you have for them to just kind of go for it? I know we talked about that, but what advice would you say if someone, especially if they're in their 40s yeah. or what if they're 50 yeah. or 55 and they're just feeling stuck and they don't, they, they want to make a pivot, they want to make a change. So what sort of advice would you have? Well, for them? I think you, first of all, you obviously have to think long and hard before you switch careers. I think that you need to do your homework. I think you need to be, you know, prepared and you need to make a smart business move because it is a risk. Um, you know, obviously if you get laid off from a job, you have nothing, you have nothing to lose. Right. So just go for it. Um, I follow think follow your passion, follow your passion yeah. and find something that you wholeheartedly love to do and, or, or try something new. I mean, if you're laid off from a job, you know, you just try something mm -hmm. you have, you would literally have nothing to lose. But I really, I, I honestly think that um, having a positive mindset mm -hmm. is very, very important. Mm -hmm. I think that the energy... Back to the good news. Yeah, positive back to the good mindset. news. But I feel like if you are positive and upbeat... Enthusiastic. Enthusiastic. I mean, like our mother was always, you know, always, always bred us to believe, you know, the power of positive thinking you know, enthusiasm will, will, will carry you a long way. And I wholeheartedly agree with that. Mm -hmm. I think that having a positive mindset and, and it, if you're in a job interview and you have, you know, if you, if you hone in on negativity in the past and something that didn't work out and what have you, I, I don't really think that that's going to do you well, I, serve I think you that's well. dead weight. Yeah. And I think you need to look to the future and be mm -hmm. positive and excited. And I yeah. think it'll carry a lot of weight. So do you think if someone is in their mid forties or 50 or 55, do you think it's too late to change and pivot or do you think? Absolutely okay, not. Because no. people are working longer now, right? Absolutely. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate because in this business I could work until the, you know, until yeah. the end right. in the business that I'm in. Um, and I see a lot of agents in my own office who are well into their eighties and still doing this. Still working. Absolutely. Yep. 100%. Yeah. And so I it's think not too late. It's not yep. too late. And I think that we, these days I feel like we all, since people are living longer and mm -hmm. life is becoming, you know, it's obviously increasingly more and more expensive. Mm -hmm. People are working longer because right. they're living longer and they just, they need the means. Yep. Now, if you had to do it all over again, would you have done anything differently? Have you learned from looking back and saying, okay, I was 44 and I decided to make this change, make this pivot into real estate, jump in, take the license, go for it. Would you have done anything differently now looking back? You know, I don't really Maybe think... Maybe starting sooner? Would you, you know, a lot of people ask me that. They're yeah. like, you know, had you gotten into this like right out of college or in your late 20s or even 30, you know, you would probably be killing it. And I disagree with that. I mean, I feel like every step that yeah. I've taken 
has all been a learning curve mm -hmm. and all part of the process. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I don't, I feel like I, I got into it at the right time. Yep. And, um, I don't really think that I would have done anything differently except for maybe bowing out of my prior career. I think I would have maybe cut the cord on that a few years mm -hmm. before I had. Right. But again, the but market. Again, and that's scary though too, right? And, yes. You know, like you very said earlier, scary. It's, it's... And you know, especially then if you have your own business and it doesn't work out and mm -hmm. you know, you sort of feel like a failure, but you mm -hmm. can't look at it as a failure. Mm -hmm. You have to look at it as all part of your journey mm -hmm. and the road to where you're supposed to mm -hmm. ultimately end up mm -hmm. landing. Where do you think you got the, you know, I know we both have a strong work ethic and I've talked about it in the podcast before. We have this strong work ethic, which I think carries us both of us a long way and made us both be successful in things that we've done along the way. Yes. But so we got the hard, strong work ethic, which I think is important for people. Yep. But what about the hustle? Where do you think you um, got the hustle? I feel like it's a combination of both. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I feel like I got, a, I feel like I got a lot, several different ingredients from both of our parents, mm -hmm. which I think is, you know, which I think is really great. I feel like I'm, you know, I feel like a lot of you rubs off on me. I think a lot of me rubs off on you. So yeah. I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I just think it's a bunch of different ingredients mm -hmm. that that add up to just, you know, going for it. And I'm very passionate about what I do. Um, I work seven days a week. I work multiple open houses every Sunday. Mm -hmm. I believe wholeheartedly that you, you know, if someone hires me to sell Do you sell ever feel house, like the Energizer bunny? <laughs> yes. And... <laughs> <laughs> hot mess yeah. and a hot mess exactly. all, all in one. But you know, I never really sit down mm -hmm. and, um, you know, I, I, I even walk around when I'm at a house and I'm working an open house. If you're even walking, if no, even if no one's there, I walk, like oh I'll my pace, gosh. I'll walk, oh I'll gosh. think mm -hmm. I will get myself into a zone. I think it's very important when you're in sales to get into the zone mm -hmm. and you have to almost will things to happen mm -hmm. and you have to, have that vision. Um, you that have to have a vision. Yep. You have to come across when you're, you know, meeting someone new. You have to come across enthusiastic, mm -hmm. excited about, you know, the house and about meeting them and what have you. Yep. And one of my favorite things I will tell you about the job, honestly, is meeting new people. Yeah. And finding out, you know, their story, what mm -hmm. they do. Are you sure you weren't in news before this? <laughs> I, Nosy. You know, what... The, Gotta know the scoop. I literally, I think the most important thing, and I feel like one of the, the secrets to my success is literally breaking it down, like, right out of the gate. Like, the first like couple minutes that you meet somebody is breaking it all mm -hmm. down and finding out what I can find out what they do, where they're from, where they live, basically yep. everything about them. And honestly, what I find is that finding a, a common denominator yep. with people so that you can make paramount. that connection and asking them questions. People mm -hmm. love to talk about themselves, yep. believe it or uh -huh. not. Yep. So asking them a bunch of questions really engages them. And then we talk about the house mm -hmm. and I'll give them the tour of the mm -hmm. house. So by the time they leave, I yep. almost feel like we already have, you know, a relationship. Yep. So do you think it's so funny now? Like now that we're at the stage in our lives where we're both in sales, it's like no mistake that that's the way it worked out, right? You're exactly. selling houses. I'm yeah. selling clean beauty for beauty counter. We're both in sales. It just cracks me up. Yeah. This is where we ended up. But right? I love sales. I mean, yep. honestly, I love the thrill of it. Well, Cause I it's love all the about the relationships the and the connecting with people. Yes. Like you said, exactly. Yeah. And I love, you know, because I, you know, I've, I've only been living in Philadelphia for 12 years mm -hmm. and obviously grew up in Connecticut and lived in Manhattan for a long time and also LA and I've studied abroad in Europe and what have you. 
but I feel that I can really relate to new people Mm -hmm. coming into the city of Philadelphia because I was one of them 12 years ago. So we're seeing a huge influx of people from New York coming and Mm -hmm. I almost sort of feel in a way that I kind of started that party Mm -hmm. and people then talk to me and meet me and it's like, yeah, this is gonna be okay because a lot of people from the New York area Moving to Philadelphia, they're like this. They almost are like a deer in headlights. Yep. Like, how is this going to be? And yep. this has been this city that has been really just like, in my opinion, a train stop between New York and DC mm-hmm. for decades and decades. Yep. And now it's a thriving city. It's experiencing a huge renaissance, and it's a very exciting place to live and to work Mm -hmm. and to be part of the revitalization and the development. I do mostly development within the city of Philadelphia, and it's a very, very, very exciting business, seeing a city transform, seeing cities also, you know, around the United States transforming. The renaissance of the American city Mm -hmm. is fascinating to me. Okay, good. Well, on that note, would you ever come back and maybe want to talk about that another time? Sure. Maybe on another podcast Absolutely. What do you guys think? Do you think Tyler should come back? I don't know. Do you think (laughs) maybe back by popular demand, you might be able to swing it, Ty? Oh, you're funny. All right. Well, thanks for, thanks for being my second guest. Remember Jeff Clark, my fabulous husband, who you love very much. (laughs) Very much. Timmy. Thank Thank God that worked out. Uh, Jeff was my first guest. We're grateful that that worked out, right? Yes. Uh And we're very lucky that... I really honestly think that we are very lucky to all have each other. Yep. We have a very tight family, and um, we always have the the greatest time. Yeah, we do. We have the best time. We're lucky. It's very exciting. So, Tyler... I'm very, very proud of you in everything that you do and everything that you've done. And I really think that um, positivity and positive news is something that we really need to have more of and focus more on Mm -hmm. because I think that these days uh, the negativity is just is too much. It's too much. It's surrounding us and it's just, it's not good. It's not, it's bumming people out. It is. Yeah, it is. is. So, well, thanks so much, Tyler. I love you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on Nina's got good news. And I'm going to leave all our listeners today with a challenge as we always do. If you're feeling a little bit unhappy or unsettled with your current job situation, what tip have you learned today from Tyler and this podcast with Tyler Bradley, my fabulous brother? What have you learned today that maybe might help you make some positive changes to improve your work situation? Let us know. Send us, send us a DM on Instagram at Nina B. Clark. Remember, the B stands for Bradley. And don't forget, Nina B. Clark, there is an E at the end of Clark. So thank you all so much for listening to me and my fabulous brother today. I'm so grateful for all of you. And I truly know that I would not be here without all of your support and inspiring me to be a kinder, better person. And my hopes with this podcast is that we all help all of us get even better together. Stay tuned for next week's podcast. Remember, you can find me on iTunes. Be sure to subscribe to my weekly podcast so you don't miss any episodes. And once you subscribe on on iTunes, please consider rating my show and leaving a review there as well. I have noticed we've had a few reviews, and I'm going to be reading some of them on the air. So for now, I am your host, Nina Clark. Just so happy to be here. Let's connect on Instagram. That, for now, is my favorite social media platform. Thank you again for listening, and let's keep being awesome.